You're listening to the Sportsman's Nation Podcast Network brought to you by Outdoor Edge in their complete lineup of knives and game processing kits. These guys right now are doing an absolutely huge giveaway where you could win an elk hunt and not just any elk hunt. We're talking about a seven or eight mile horseback ride into the backcountry. We're talking a one-on-one guided hunt. You're going to be sleeping in a wall tent and you're going to be doing that for five days with the founder and CEO of Outdoor Edge, David Block. Now, if you've never been on an elk hunt before, I'm telling you right now, go sign up for this because if you ever hear a elk bugle, whether it's at 400 yards or it's at 40 yards, it is a life-changing experience. So here's how you enter. Go to OutdoorEdge.com. There's going to be a big banner for it somewhere on their homepage. All you have to do is click on that. Go fill out some information. I think your name, your email address, maybe some other stuff. And that's all you have to do. That's how you are entered. They're going to be picking a winner oh, a ways from now. So you have plenty of time to enter. Go visit OutdoorEdge.com. Sign up today. And if you decide to purchase any products from the website, Enter the discount code NATION30. That's the word NATION with the number 30 after that. No spaces. NATION30. And you will receive 30% off your purchase. Today's episode was recorded in North Dakota. Like I mentioned in some of the earlier podcasts, Shane Simpson was, of course, up there like he was last year. Plus, some of the tethered crew tagged along. And Ranch Ferry showed up. So, essentially, we got together and did a little roundtable with Greg Godfrey, Jared Schaefer, Carl Kosuth, Shane Simpson, Troy, a.k.a. Ranch Ferry, Dylan Hazen, who was filming for Tethered, as well as myself. We talked about our experiences thus far, broadhead and arrow setups, along with some ad hoc broadhead testing that we did on a deer carcass while we were up there, cyber scouting, North Dakota laws, and lessons learned on the trip. We did record outside, so there's a little bit of wind noise, uh, not too bad. A tornado siren did also start about 40 minutes in, so apologize for that, but it was a little bit out of our control. This is also a joint podcast between myself and Tether. They're releasing a video version as well, so go ahead and give them some love. On both their channel, they're pumping out a lot of video content this year, all their different hunts, as well as the saddles. As most of you know, I've been using Onyx for several years for e-scouting and waypoint management. In the field or at home, I can browse aerials and topos, map my routes, draw lines and waypoints, color code points of interest, geotag photos of rubs, or even what a specific tree I intend on hunting looks like, so that I can find it in the dark, say for example. Furthermore, I can download maps for offline use and, of course, browse public and private land boundaries. Use the code DIY for a discount on an Onyx Hunt membership. We're in North Dakota, and it's freezing. It's cold. I'm cold. It's cold. <laughs> Texas cold. Oh. Georgia cold. South Carolina cold. But min- by way of Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. So. It hasn't helped, apparently. Yeah, I guess not. And Wisconsin, mm. probably not cold. It's chilly. Okay, you All got right. Crocs on, so you're fine. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Garrett's a beast. He's been <laughs> Garrett's just like what he's been wearing shorts most yeah. of the time up here. <laughs> shorts, and speedo, his, his yeah, newfangled Crocs, whatever those things are. Although it does get a lot colder up here than it does even in Twin Cities. Oh, I, I can't know. imagine what winters like up here. This is a lonely place. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it really is. So, obviously, we're here in North Dakota. We are hunting the opener for North Dakota's hunting season. And before we jump into it, let's just start with Jared and introduce yourself so everybody knows who we all are. Jared Schaefer, the Ginger Ninja. <laughs> Shane Simpson, uh, just me. Carl Kasuth. Greg Godfrey. 
Troy Fowler. Garrett ranch Prowl. Ferry, better known as Ranch Ferry. The Ranch Ferry, yeah. <laughs> Garrett Prowl. Yeah, yeah, my sportsman. Garrett's been on the podcast a whole bunch of times. So everybody should know him. Dylan Hazen. Dylan Hazen of THP, now freelance videographer. Absolutely, and doing great. Doing yep. awesome. Super yep. talented. He made me look really good. Yeah, his. Yeah. And that's that's really hard to <laughs> do. It is. It is hard to do. <laughs> so good. Good on the shading thing going on. Slimmed the middle. Yeah. You know all that. Stuff. He gave me a nice. <laughs> gave me a nice tan. Yeah. yeah right. Good. Exactly. Got the Trump hair. <laughs> So the, let's talk about first your hunt in Nebraska. Walk us through that one. The video's going live tonight. Yeah. Well, tonight. So when this airs, it'll already be yeah, live. It'll but be there. Yeah, um, yeah. Not a whole lot to it. Uh, other, I mean, I spent weeks cyber scouting, and I spent a whole day scouting, putting boots on the ground when I got there, and then I was in the stand for a half hour. So. Uh, either I got lucky or my cyber scouting really paid off. I think it's, you're just <laughs> yeah. that good. Yeah. yeah. I'll take lucky yeah, every time. Yeah, yeah it's better to be yeah, lucky not, than good, right? I don't want to be lucky. I mean, be good be good at anything. I want to be lucky or have great friends that tell me where to go. It's easier that way. Are you hoping <coughs> for that on this trip? No. <laughs> <laughs> pretty quiet, pretty tight-lipped around here yeah. on this public thing. <laughs> We'll be all right. I think I think Garrett's been feeding you a little bit since he's, yeah, he's bailing out he, today. He taught me how to use Onyx. So. No, we're going to ride around later. Out. We're going to show you the beast. Yeah. We're going to give you a couple of pieces of private that we found down south so you can at least get, get, get arrested. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yep. well, the Texas guy got arrested. He's having a great time with this it's, public deal. It's legal here. so <laughs> It's legal to be arrested. It's, it's legal to hunt private land here as long as it's not posted. So you just got to follow the rules. Yeah, yeah, I'll figure that out. You'll figure it out. We talked with the game warden for like two hours yesterday. Yeah. Super nice guy. Mm-hmm. Um, Gave back, us a lot of good pointers, it sounds like. He did. And most game wardens I've dealt with have not been as forthcoming with information and as willing to help yep. as he was. Yep. I don't know. Maybe you guys have had a well, different experience. that guy, he drives around. He covers like three counties. What is he, 3,000 square 3, miles? 3,000 square miles. And he listens to the podcast. And when he parks somewhere, he's watching YouTube videos. He seems to be very familiar with you, Garrett, for sure. And uh, he said, you're part of the cause of all this oh, headaches. He's mad at Garrett. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. The, tell him about the, the private message I got yesterday from someone said, hey, Shane, tell Garrett to check his messages. And it's, it's a local, and they don't be sharing any road names and, and business names. And just we like our little spot here mm-hmm. in North Dakota. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's kind of one of those things where it's like you want to you wanna show as much as you can in your videos to try and help people who might want to do the same type of thing. But at the same time, you don't want right. to give away – too much, not just from the standpoint of if you want to come back next year, but also out of kind of respect for everybody that's right. also in the mm-hmm. area that's been hunting here for their whole lives. Yeah, and it's, it's hard to do that, to show mapping, because you want to – it's hard to do it in words when you can show imagery. Right. But at the same time, like you said, you don't want to give locations away and, and ruin it for the locals or for yourself coming back. Right. But, yeah, that, that game board, he was, he was big fans of what we're – about and what we're doing and i think that's one of the reasons he was so open with a and lot he's of the stuff. same kind of guy yeah i mean i loved yeah. hearing the stories he's like i get off work i grab my pup and we roll over to you know a different part of the state and i'm spending my off time doing what you guys are doing yeah so it's like a true sportsman i really like that yeah. well what's nice too is everybody had some little you know question or yeah. some little interpretation is, is this actually what this law means this is really foreign you know from wherever we're from and he'd be able to just give you a real clear, cut-and-dry answer. Yep. Yeah, the whole walking in on private, non-posted, just the first couple of days when we were scouting, I was yeah. like, you step foot out of the truck, and you're like, 
Yeah, yeah right. Be looking around. <laughs> looking yeah, we used to do this crying. in the old days, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> now we're on television and stuff, so we can't do that anymore. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's a weird thing, that's for sure. It definitely takes some getting used to. Um, Carl, you knocked one down in North Dakota. I did. You broke the you broke the dry spell. I did. I got the monkey off right my here. back. Look, look, yeah, look at here. Right here. So if you're listening to the audio version. Um, yeah. In your car, it's about a 180. on your phone, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you listen to the audio Six version. Inch yeah, easy. No, it's uh, we only shoot those. We pass all the st- other stuff. Yeah, so you can see it on the YouTube. If if we're this will be a video podcast on YouTube. If you're just listening to the audio version, Shane, pick yours up. Don't be shy. Yeah, there's his Nebraska. You weren't shy earlier when you were saying it was the biggest buck ever going to be killed. You yeah, know, right. you were bragging all about <laughs> that, man. No, I, I actually that is um, I've hunted with trad bows primarily most of my hunting career, and uh, last year I decided to to uh, give the compound a go, and I end up eating tag soup, and I just went back to my trad gear. It feels right to me. Um, I love it, so went back to that. But that is actually um, my biggest buck I've ever killed. Period. Did you Sweet. Did you spend as much time cyber scouting for that buck as I did for mine? No, you mean, you mean <laughs> as much time as you spent cyber scouting that buck for me, right? <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, how, no, I, how I, did that short that story go, Shane? Well, here's here's how it works for me. I'm not known as a as a big buck killer in the group. You know, I sew stuff. I don't, you I'm know, not either. So. But <laughs> so I gotta I gotta use what skills I have to to meet my goals right so shane's breaking stuff in camp right he's got broadheads coming off and and different things and leather work and so i'm like hey bro i can fix that for you you know yeah, so right. i'm like trade uh, we do some swapping well i remember you saying that about I, this is foreign to me out of state going you know this yeah is your first out this of is my state first hunt. out of state hunt that uh, was my number one spot the to success go to. one and then i was going to work my way in and yeah he i had a piece for my quiver for my recurve i shot my recurve this week a little bit and he fixed it up for me, put the new part on there, and was helping me with my broadheads. And I was like, man, I feel bad for him. <laughs> He's helping me out. I said, how about you go to my, my number yeah. one? He hey, said, you need me to change a flat or something? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he Alternator? Was, he was like, uh, and it worked out because, you know, Shane's like, we can go tag team this spot. You I, almost, know? I almost got a doe. She was at nine yards, and but she she busted me. So, But um, I made, and, and you guys will see it on the video whenever it, it, it drops, but I made an absolutely terrible shot on this deer um but i'll leave it at that and you'll see the rest of it on the video so but there he is and the rest of them's in the cooler that dylan is sitting on so well i mean it's not like we haven't all done it right it's if you hunt long enough especially with archery equipment especially with traditional archery equipment it's gonna happen it's just uh keeping your head up and Going in, just doing what's right, and we did everything right yeah, on that, that. And that worries me, you know, because I'm trying to use a recurve now, and I've practiced all summer with it, and I'm, I'm shooting pretty good. But man, I just keep worrying that when that deer steps out, that I'm gonna just yeah. screw up so and bad. I still don't know what happened with the shot, because um, it, it just everything just went off, just so fluid and perfect, and and the arrow's halfway to him, and I was like, oh dear lord, what is about to happen? Yeah, you your, know, your air flight looked good. Yeah, it was good. I didn't hit anything. I mean, I must have had some sort of psychological come apart right at the end with my sighting or, or something. I don't know what it was, but because you know how it is, we're all our own backyard hero when you're shooting. You know. I yeah, mean, I mean, you have been super accurate. Yeah, and I've been practicing many, at those distances too. How many, how many videos do you take before you post the, the good one? Actually, the, the ones I send you guys, that's pretty much that's, one off. You know, but like I said, you're you're you can't be beat in your own backyard. You know, and. 
um, you get out in the woods and the the moving animal, you know, <laughs> that's doing its thing is out in front of you. Everything changes quickly. I am good on the on the driving range in golf. I mean, I'm real good. Yeah. <laughs> and then you get on the course and <laughs> <laughs> something happens. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, now, you know, they used to say in, in the in the military, commanders, whenever we'd be presenting plans or, or strategies, tactics to the commanders, they would always say, yeah, this is a great plan, but remember, the enemy gets a vote, and right. they get a play. So your plan all goes to crap once you receive first contact. And it's the same deal with the, with the critter. You know, the critter yeah. wants to live. Yep. Yeah, I mean, he's – they come walking in, and they've got Murphy on their side yeah, every time, yep. you know. <laughs> it's true. So, Troy, you're kind of – well, you, you are a public land newbie, right? This is your Absolutely. first public land hunt. For Killed deer. a whole bunch of critters, but yep. just none on public land. Right. What are some of the things that you're nervous about? Because there's going to be people watching and listening yep. that are in the same boat. They've yep. never hunted this way. They're used to hunting the back 40. They want to go do this cool stuff, yep. but they're nervous. Yep. So what were some of the things that you thought through that helped you, you know, kind of make the leap to jump through here? My previous per- public experiences have been elk and deer, mule deer. And it's all been glassing, and you spend days finding somewhere where the deer are. And then you say, okay, how are we going to get in there? And then you look at your map and kind of orient that way. You all seem to be doing it backwards. Y'all are fine. We have to find the public. You have to find the private public, all this posted stuff. So that stuff's going to be a little freaky, just saying. Like you said, even y'all said, well, we know this is legal, but eh, is it really legal? <laughs> right, <yeah. laughs> and then so I don't want to get in trouble. I don't want to impose, you know, impede on anybody's private property. Sure. That would be terrible. It's not my goal. Yep. And if, if that happens, it's going to be hard to convince people that I wasn't poaching, but whatever. And then secondarily, we just – it sounds like y'all are just finding the right stuff for the deer yep. and then going up a tree and saying, this has got to be right. I saw you looking, y'all have pinch points that you're hunting and things that are pretty logical. Yep. yep. And then the game warden said, the beans are the magic, which if we wouldn't have known that, I'm glad I got to hear that because that's one step forward, right? So it'll be really interesting for us to just climb a tree and I spent, I mean, I've been on the same ranch for 20 years. I know pretty much every foot of the thing. Pretty good idea where to start. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> Not today. <laughs> so uh, we'll figure it out. And oh, yeah. uh, if that's the two things. It's, it's just knowing the right pieces of property to go into. And I would hate to walk in on some folks. I know that happens. So go bumbling in there. It's not as bad here as it is in a lot of other states. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, the hunting pressure overall is is low when you look at like how many people even in this campground and then you spread that out across however far they can drive then you compare that to a state like a michigan or a minnesota or you know it's not even in the same realm yeah i, mm-hmm. I don't think i've seen a, a single vehicle parked on the side of the road i know you guys saw some riding around but few i've yet to see anyone parked where i wanted to go i've yet to see anybody parked on the side of the road when i was heading out to hunt so yeah. I mean, when i was driving up here i had visions of First two weeks of elk in Colorado, and it's yeah. just hammered. It's you go, I mean, there's just complete every 50 yards. You're thinking everybody's this enthusiastic? That can't be realistic. There's 8 million people within a mile of the road. But we'll, yeah. get, we'll, we'll go out there and run around, chase them a bit. Yeah, I mean, we're hunting public land, but like you said, Garrett, we really haven't bumped in anyone. 
of course, we've mm-hmm. only been hunting a few days, but True. it was the, it was here the opener, and it was a holiday weekend, yeah. mm-hmm. Labor Day weekend. This campground was slammed full of people. I mm-hmm. mean, every single every single spot was full. Yeah, there, there were more hunters here than there were last year. Significantly thanks, more. Thanks to you. Yeah, it's Garrett's fault. Good, wait, good wait job, Garrett. They didn't watch my video. They watched yours. <laughs> <laughs> I watched them both. They, the guys that watched mine from a different state and didn't come up here. Oh, okay. All, yeah. the, all the Minnesotans and stuff. You got it. that from your YouTube analytics? Yeah. Is your <laughs> the you Southeast here? United States. <laughs> yeah, okay. That makes perfect sense. Yep. Dylan, what's your impression of North Dakota? You've kind of hunted all over the place with, with THP. And yeah, I was up here last year, but I was in a different part of the state. So last year we did more of kind of the western style of drive around glass, find the deer, then go out. I mean, we did a lot of map scouting before we get up there too, but like this year it's map scout going and like we're looking for sign. Like <clears throat> where the one came out last night, it came right out of the cattails on a rub. Yep. I mean, it's that kind of, and there's scrapes all along the edge of the fields. I know where you shot your buck, where Shane showed us. Like if you go in there and you look, you can see a browse line on like they're not traveling down specific trails, yep. but there were like browse lines where it just looked like a lane going through the woods. Mm-hmm. So it's it's different. Um, I didn't grow up hunting more of the open stuff, so it's maybe a little bit more in my my realm here. But no, oh, it's really fun. I like it up here a lot, and it's not hot early season, yeah. so yeah. Not hot. that helps. Yeah. No, I wish Quite it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the biggest thing for me was not hitting a spider web every six feet. God, yeah. that's great. That's nice. yeah. yeah, that's what I have to look yeah. forward to whenever I get back you to Missouri. You take your arrow so. and do this as you walk through the woods. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and there's no, there's no snakes trying to bite me. No there's bug, no alligators really. trying to bite my leg off. It's pretty awesome. You know, that's that's one thing I've liked, enjoyed about living in Minnesota. There's no, no black widows under every log. There's no copperheads and water moccasins. You might see a garter snake, but that's about it. So, I mean, <clears throat> other than wolves up north that might kill you, other than that, yeah, just, just don't go up northern Minnesota. Then you're you don't have to worry about anything attacking you or hurting you. I put out a couple of trained scorpions for the guys when they came to the ranch just to you know, freak them out a little bit. Put one in that seat. One was in the seat when Ted sat down and tried to sit down. On. And then there's the elk up here too. Yeah. Oh elk. yeah, we got a slammer on public land. Uh, big big bull. Big and the guy told us he said that. Um, the hardest tag in the state to fill is a cow elk tag. Yep. Mm-hmm. He said you will have to pass five or six bulls before you see a cow elk you can shoot. Yep. No kidding. And I was like, wow. Well, he also said, and I didn't know this, that you know a mature cow will live up to 20 years up here, mm-hmm. whereas a bull is seven or eight. Yeah. So you put on 19, 20 years of staying alive experience. That's, that's a smart critter. That's, yeah. That's going to be a hard critter to kill. So, yeah, it really is. What what else are uh, you you haven't piped up too much, Jared? What what about you? What's your hunt been like so far? Yeah, so, well, it was it's it's been good. I, I did get a shot last night on. It would have been absolutely my biggest buck ever. Uh, and you know, we were just doing you know like these other guys said. You know, me and Greg have been driving around a ton, just looking at different properties, looking for ag that backs up to you know swamp or a river or whatever and we we found a really good spot and uh we went in there last night me and dylan set up on the edge of this bean field coming out of a uh, cattail swamp and uh the buck we were after we got a cell camera picture of him the day before and uh he came out of there but he was 
probably what 60 yards farther back than what we thought but he ended up getting into range and I got a shot at him and I'm not sure what happened something went weird with my arrow like mid-flight if you can you can see it on the video it's tracking perfect and then it just takes a nose dive like right before it gets to the deer so I'm not not real sure what happened there but just barely clipped the back of his leg deer's totally fine so I, th I think we'll get another crack at him but uh yeah I mean we've we've only hunted three evenings pretty much and I mean I've seen a shooter buck you, you saw two shooters. I saw two shooters, night. yeah. Mm -hmm. So I, I feel like we're we're starting to get it dialed in now after a few days. So I haven't seen any shooter buck. Sorry. Well, you let, <laughs> you, you let Carl, Carl came in there and killed it. <laughs> yeah. I did, I did pass up two small bucks last night, which is unlike me. I'm usually uh, shoot first, ask questions later. You even passed up on a doe. Yeah. Because she, she was too young. She had ears. Too too her ears were yeah. too big. <laughs> ears were that long. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the tail wasn't six inches. So. It, it would have been awesome footage because my camera's right over my shoulder, and, and you see me in the video go, and I was like, nah. <laughs> she, she just looks young. I just didn't want an 80-pound doe in here. And, and yeah. I wanted, I wanted to, to get a substantial amount of meat for my shot, my one tag. Man, I'm going to have a hard time driving 26 hours and shooting a doe. I don't know. Toward the end, I will. I like deer hunting. Yeah, so if you look at all the bucks I've killed in the past, it's obvious I'm not out there for antlers. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't What's think that. that? I don't, no, there's nothing wrong yeah. with, with uh, shooting big bucks either. But yeah. It's, it's just, to me, it gets... You hear me start hyperventilating and stuff when a doe walks in. Yeah. That, that does it for me. Well, I, I mean, I told you when that 700-pound doe came in <laughs> on the first day, <laughs> me and Jared are sitting there. And the other weird thing for for a lot of a lot of us mid Midwest or Eastern guys, you can't get very high in these trees. Yeah. Most of these trees are, like, super wonky. I yeah. mean, they just go every which way. And I was only sitting – 10 feet off 10 the feet? At the most. I mean, 10 eight, feet eight max. Feet. Yeah, I think I was probably like 8 or 9 foot high. And this 700-pound doe comes walking <laughs> in. The biggest doe I've ever seen in my life. She was a tank. And then she comes through, and she hits our scent trail where we walked through this little this little cut. And she freezes up, and her, her, her front side shoulder is forward, just exposing all that goodness in there. And she was right there. I could have spit on her. I wanted to shoot so bad, <laughs> but I thought, man, this is the first night. We haven't even really scouted too much. We don't really know what we're going to get Imagine how big the buck is. I know. Yeah. Exactly. Well, That's that, what Jared said. That buck we yeah. saw last night, oh, the one John. with all the trash. Oh, yeah. He's a, he's, he's a good buck. Yeah. Yeah, he's a good buck. Now, you didn't take a shot at him, correct? No. No, I couldn't so, get a shot. So, and he didn't spook or anything? So you no, he smelled us. Are you going the back wind. in there well, after him? I'm, or? I'm thinking maybe the does that were a little bit farther ahead of him. So the does they took definitely off, and then he he followed them. They, he the does picked him up. It that seems second like. one definitely yeah. winded us. Yeah, he did. I mean, I'm sitting there waiting. I got my bow ready. Uh, he's in. He's at like so. I I hunt from a saddle, so I'm I'm behind the tree. The deer is at like two o'clock behind a whole bunch of nasties. Like, you couldn't even get him on camera. I, I, no, I couldn't even. He's behind a whole bunch of nasty stuff. So I've got my bow, and I'm waiting. And, you know, as soon as he goes left, I'm just going to kind of peek out and shoot him. It, he was only 20 yards, 18 yards. Close. He was close. So I'm sitting there, and then I feel the wind. Mm. Yep. Uh, hit my It hit my bow hand, and I hit right here, and I'm going, oh, no. Gone. Gone. Man, that was, that was frustrating. Yeah, but, he's a nice-looking deer from what I could tell. Yeah, I'm not sure if that was the same one. 
Um, well, I'm it might the one with all the trash. So that was that. That buck, was the first one that came in. Okay. We with, think the oh, does. Yeah, we had two. Yeah. But the the second Sounds buck like might have been a different buck. <laughs> yeah. No, I think it was a different buck. I'm not positive. Like so, I, the, the the big the bigger one, the one that I know for a fact was a giant. Um, I think those does got us. Just barely popped our wind, and when they took off, they picked him up. Yep. He knew they were running for a reason, so he just. Yep took off with him. I don't think he was far enough into the into our scent scent channel to where he picked us up. Yep, I think you might be right. Man, we were ten yards too far. This this yeah. this bow hunting public land stuff, I mean mm-hmm. it's a game of inches. We were literally ten yards too far north. If we had been ten yards further south, if we had stopped walking for the wind ten yep. seconds earlier and yeah. climbed a tree We'd have killed that buck. Yeah. I mean, yeah, our thermals would have been that ten yards would have made those when those thermals start yeah. dropping. It would have made them go right over the top of them out into that one open field, and they would have not known we were there. Yeah. Well, and even apart from that aspect, it's just this time of year in these trees, it's so thick in a lot of places. Yeah. yeah. You got just these. <laughs> the wind's doing everything, and then you got just these walls of vegetation, especially on any kind of edge. A lot of times it's like a thick wall, and then you can either hunt like one side or the other, and you got to pick and choose. You can't just hunt on the middle and shoot both directions. Yep. Getting your, I mean, it's good for not getting picked off in a tree. You can get away with a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. a lot of movement. Yep. But trying to get a shot sometimes is yeah, really difficult. Tough. Yeah, you know. You got to be really good at your manual focus for the camera guys. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we ran into last night. Is it, you know that we had this big wall of branches hanging down, and I had one window to shoot through, and. You know, I get to full draw, and I'm on the buck, and I'm asking Dylan, are you on him with the camera? And he's like, uh, not really. <laughs> Dylan ended up just holding the camera, like, way down low, looking at the, you know, the had the LCD screen flipped up, and he he picked a little, I don't know what, softball size hole through those leaves to film yeah, through. Yeah, it was, when he when he said, are you on him, I was just like, oh, boy. Not <laughs> really. <laughs> yeah. Okay, because I'm standing there hugging the, well, we had, Oops, didn't get no we had a bloody arrow here, doe come away. right underneath of us yeah. and started doing the whole Foot stomp, stomp thing. Yep. And I'm like, ah, God, here we go. Yeah, you know, because he's at, what, 50, 60 yards when she's he doing that? He was at about 50 or so and he's kind of working his way closer and then we've got these does that are literally six seven yards and the lead doe is looking at us but she you could tell she can't really see what we're what we are but the wind's kind of it's just barely missing her and she's starting to stomp and then she turns when she turned to walk away is when I got grabbed the rangefinder you know got a range on the buck dialed my sight and then come to full draw and, you know, it had to happen quick because the does were, you know, getting squirrely. But, you know, Dylan was able to get it on, on film. It just, just didn't work out. Mm-hmm. Great footage. And yeah, that was wizard-level camera work, buddy. And what are you mean, telling me? That was impressive. And I haven't seen any bad footage from him yet. No, he's no. Dylan's he's a awesome. man. And what are you telling me, too, whenever you had to put the camera down, you just – there was like five deer out there, and yeah, you saw yeah. a spot, and you just zoomed in on it, and it happened to be him. He came out with uh, – with three does, yeah. a small buck, yeah. and then it was him. So, like, when she finally turned away, I was hugging the tree when she was looking at us and trying to keep the camera in between my face and her face. And then when she turned away and he said that, I was just like, uh, because <laughs> this branch is between, I can't see the buck at all. Mm-hmm. So I just flipped the screen out, put it on my 
like waist basically and i was just like doing this thing kind of <laughs> so a little bit of luck involved too yeah i mean i just started kind of slowly moving it through the holes in the in the foliage and finally just saw a, a big brown dot and i was like well that's gotta be him and cranked and him. <laughs> it was so yeah that's one thing i figured out last night especially we had a great hunt though we had deer oh, just everywhere. everywhere all over us really fun but just being that little bit higher above greg and you've got yeah. that understory yep. He's seeing all these deer coming out of the woodlot yeah. that I can't see until they're like right on us. But then I can see yeah. out in the field, and he yeah. can't really see it. And it was kind of a trade-off. But that's like with your buck. It was the same thing for me. Like you were seeing all these deer, and I'm just like, oh, oh, there it is. You yeah. know, because yeah. you're just looking into everything being just that much higher, higher yep. up. Yeah, he, he said he didn't believe you when you said big buck. He didn't. <laughs> he didn't. He was a. Uh, I guess they've pranked each other over at THP Ted. a couple times. <laughs> Ted and I have pulled the, pulled the, oh, big, here he is, get down, get down. And then it's, and then it's that's not it. But so. no, I, was, I was hanging there, and I was, looked over there, and we were talking about headlamps, white, green, red, you know, that whole topic of conversation. And uh, Y'all were, y'all were having a little discussion. Talking on the stand? Yeah. Yeah, oh, we yeah. were chatting it up, man. Oh, All night. <laughs> All night. Yeah, early. These, these don't care. Well, I guess it doesn't matter. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean. Yeah, and I grabbed him on the leg, and I'm like, big buck. And, like, I'm pulling on his leg. I'm grabbing my bow, and I'm rotating in my bridge all at the same time. And he's like, yeah, whatever. I my leg. <laughs> <laughs> and when I first saw him, he was, I mean, he was like 15 yards to yeah. my weak side, but no shot at all. He was behind some thick stuff. And then by the time I got my bow and spun around, I saw the gap he was heading toward, and that's about whenever you got on him. Yeah, I mean, you said that, and I turned around, and I didn't see a deer, and I was just like, all right, here, bud. It's that first <laughs> hunt together, and you're pulling this crap. And then, uh, and then he stepped out, and I was like, oh, he's not kidding. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't play that game. That's kind of heartless, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do. Yeah, I do too. Oh, I love doing it. Yeah, yeah. I got Jared last night walking yeah, through the tree. <laughs> big buck, big buck, big buck. Oh, you son of a. <laughs> I hate you, Greg. <laughs> Yeah. I tell you, hunting so low, though, it's weird for a Georgia boy. I mean, I, I, those deer down south, they walk around like this. I yeah. mean, they, they just look for hunters. And here, you can get away with hunting lower. It's Why pretty, do you it's think that neat. is there? Down south? Because they get shot at a lot. Yeah, out of trees. A lot. So you think these deer don't have the exposure to people? That That's oh, what no, I think. No, no, no not at all. No this place there's, is so vast. There's, there's a lot of deer and very few hunters. And I think... It's a different kind. The average hunter up here maybe hunts a little bit differently. Yeah, correct. So, too. so nobody hunts on the ground in Georgia. Nobody. Everyone hunts elevated. Oh, okay. So that's all they know. Right. Everyone. So if they encounter a hunter, he's up there, yeah. you know, somewhere. Right. And so they, I think they just get conditioned to, to looking for, for up there. But, like, to your point, Garrett, I think hunting on the ground is a perfectly acceptable strategy here. And the locals here, I mean, they hunt a completely different way than what we are for the most part. Yeah. Um, you know, we found out from the game ward, it's it's legal to to shoot from the road and in some cases down a road. It's yeah. easier to pick them up when you shoot them in the road. <laughs> well, we, we were wondering because I'm all for that. we're scouting, right? And we're driving down a road, and I saw a very big body deer a half a mile away. He was at, at, a, at a back corner of a, of a cut wheat field, I think. And I stop, and I no sooner than got the truck stopped, and he's like, "See ya." Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm a half. I'm like, "Dude, what's up? Let yeah, me at least glass you." <laughs> you, yeah, you, stick you just don't see big bucks driving. Yeah. No, they'll yeah. be out in hidden fields 
or you might see like a doe and a fawn out in the field. Yeah, you would, uh, we don't typically see a whole lot of deer from the road. Period. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't. But see we know deer why. Coming now. here yeah, the whole they, way, yeah, I was like, why. "Where am I going?" I mean, I, <laughs> yeah, we're on deer hunting. Well, Bubba's shooting at him, taking pop shots from his from his freaking sled and his ATV and his UTV and his Chrysler. I mean, yeah, <laughs> they're just slinging lead. Well, that's the same as the when I was pronghorn antelope hunting last year in Wyoming. You could drive 60 miles an hour and drive right by them 100 yards. And then if you – I mean, you, you touch – they can hear the brakes, brake pads. <laughs> gone. They were gone. In the next county. Yeah, right. And they take off. <clears throat> but with that said, there's still been some tree stands and stuff that we found back there where it's like this stand set up people like taking candy from a baby during the rut. You know, yeah, like there's correct. some guys that got it figured out, yeah, I think, out sure. here too. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. You, know, you get enough time on anything, mm-hmm. you, get, you can figure it out. Yeah, and I, I guess I didn't want to – I don't want to sound like I'm saying there's the strategies up here are not as good as what we do down south by any stretch. It's just different. Yeah. You know, different well, strokes they, for they different adapt folks. for the terrain or the right. situation. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, mean, just of, look at the trees are totally different up here. Right. Anyway. Yeah. You know, I'm assuming it's a lot of tall, just straight trees where you, right. you don't have a whole lot that's breaking it's, you up when they right. see something leaned off like this on a tree. It's weird. Exactly. And you just climb, take a climber 30 feet up and. Yeah. Yeah. And the shoot houses up here are insane. Yeah, they're yeah. legit. I mean, we're talking Hilton's. Propane heaters. Yeah, yeah. right. Maybe. That's what I would Double do. Double staircases with landings. <laughs> they're like a he shed out there. That's a cook, yeah. some, <laughs> cook some bacon in there. Just get after it. Yeah. Heaters yeah. in the stand are great. <laughs> As I age. Yeah, we saw, we saw one last night that had one of those big vertical propane tanks. I'm talking it was like a. It was like five foot tall and yeah. the size of a watermelon in diameter, and the hose went straight up through the bottom of the floor into the shoot house. Yeah, yeah. right. I, I mean, like that guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he figured he it out. I can't imagine how cold it gets here in two oh. months, maybe six weeks, maybe less. Well, they're saying that toward the end of the year, they'll get stretches where it might be 20 below zero for a high, and it might stay like that for you know close to a week yeah. at a time, oh, plus no, the thanks. wind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the wind yeah. here is, is for real. Yeah, Yesterday so it blew like forty miles an hour so all day last, long. Last year we didn't have the weather was nice. It was pleasant. There wasn't a whole lot of wind. This year it's just a total opposite. It's really mm-hmm. cool. Very windy every day. I mean, today you said we had a little bit of sleep this morning. Yeah, it was yeah. sleep when I got up this morning. Yeah. I woke the, up and it my was thermometer cold. said the overnight low was thirty four. Yeah, yeah, don't like it. So compare and contrast this year with last year deer sightings thus far. Warmer oh, temperatures, much, much higher, I think. This year? Yeah. Hmm. Did you hunt up yeah. here? Yeah. Well, the first two days, I mean, it was just we were trying to figure it out. It was like the first two, you know, first day for you guys. It's like, man, where are the deer? That was like what it was for us the first couple of days. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, and I then saw we kind of, and this year going into it, I, we had a little bit different perspective on which spots we wanted to and check And you have, out you know, four end. or five spots banked away that you can kind of fall back on. Yeah. So, yeah you guys either, came up over the summer and scouted too, right? Yeah. yeah we came up and, uh, and just checked some spots that we wanted to check last year that I didn't get to. And, and uh, kind of ruled some out and, and, and went and hunted a few. But, you know, I was telling someone earlier, I was like, either the population of deer is higher here or or something's different. Maybe the season's a week later and, and, and maybe this cool weather's got to move. I don't know. But it just there's a lot. Just to me, it seems like more deer. Hmm. And maybe it's just because they're more active and we're seeing more of them. Yeah, I, I think some of it is we just got a little bit better at figuring out exactly how to how to tackle it. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, in some of the areas where we've gone last year and also gone this year, I feel like the amount of sign is similar. 
and it's just you get some areas that look really good on on x and you get there and it's like eh, i don't know it just doesn't look that great and you, you knock off two or three of those types of spots and then you find one where it's like oh this is the gold mine it's yeah. a place loaded with deer and, yeah. and, mm-hmm. and your uh your wife shot one yesterday in one of those spots yeah, there's a lot of deer back there. Yeah. Now that wasn't her first deer ever, yeah, was it? First deer ever. First deer, deer ever. Yep. Way nice. to go, Samantha. And got it with a bow. And she crushed. I mean, yeah. that was from a saddle. Yeah, yeah it's awesome. she killed it. Yeah, that was awesome. It was just the perfect for a first deer. You you could not ask for a better opportunity. Perfect broadside, maybe a hair quartering away, ten yard shot, fifteen feet up in a tree. Nice, just perfect. Yeah, that's what you want. That's did, fantastic. What what did she? What was the emotions like for her? I remember when I killed my first deer, I was like super jacked, and then when I realized I had killed something, I was super sad. Went through that whole range of emotions. Did she go through that or not really? Or is she a stone cold killer? And I was a big wuss. Have him show you the video. She her smile is like this as soon as he turns the camera. She's like. She was really excited. I asked her. I asked her if she was nervous. Like as the deer came in, she's like, I don't know. I just it came in and it just just happened. It just happened so fast. I don't think she had really enough time to get super nervous that's the best thing yeah that's good but yeah she was excited after the shot and she was really happy when we found it and well she's she's had a pretty good mentor also <laughs> to prepare so yeah I, I, I wasn't surprised when i saw the shot she put on that thing i mean so, it was so she's shooting the same setup to, in the video that you posted a few weeks ago yep and so okay I'm we got to talk about that that bubba testing we did on the tailgate of your truck yeah. with those broadheads this kind of taps into your wheelhouse but then yep. also garrett i mean yep. i know you've done a lot of that stuff too but i was super impressed with those heads you do you want to explain what we did and yeah, I, are so you going to post that video or what do you yeah probably i'll okay. get the footage from jared um so we took of course we asked sam first we didn't want to we didn't want a john and leroy situation yeah <laughs> but uh <laughs> we took the broadheads that <laughs> that sam used to kill her deer and I was like, you know what? It was a Valkyrie head, just the, the normal, the original, long, real needle-like three-blade. I was like, I wonder if we can just push this into the chest cavity. So we had the, the doe that was just in the back of the tailgate and just took that broadhead on that arrow right, there. right in, mm-hmm. like no resistance. I was like, huh, what if I can do that with two fingers? So I took her micro-diameter arrow, so there's not a lot of surface area to grab there. And I just took it, put it between the ribs. Right through. <laughs> push it right through the skin and into the chest cavity. So then I tried it on a rib, and I couldn't push it through the rib. But I was like, let's try this with some other broadheads that we got. So we tried it with the, the Day 6, right through. Valkyrie, or the uh, Iron Will, right through. And then we tried a Rage, and I had to really, like, put my whole body weight out. The arrow was flexing. I had to grab it a little bit lower. But that's, it finally that's, popped through. Now, that was an old uh, Rage. An old or rage. I had a yeah. box of old, uh, or just loose broadheads from years past. Yep. Some rage and muzzies and stuff, and we started trying those. And those are supposed to be sharp right out of the box, right? For yeah. hunting. We, we tried Carl's A Boyer heads, and that one was at a disadvantage because it had already been shot a few times. And that one had hit bone and, yeah. and all that, been through that buff. And so. I think that has like a tanto tip on it, right? It so does. It's, it's yeah. not that needle like tip. Mm-hmm. So the initial is probably maybe, I felt like, you know, maybe twice as much resistance as like some of those other fresh out of the package sharp with heads. your i think you said with my calibrated yeah uh, arm it was noticeably harder but it, not nearly in the same plane as like some of the other heads that we tested in terms of challenging then we tried like the qed exodus you know three blades steeper uh kind of that chisel type tip and then also i think the muzzy the muzzy i couldn't get either the qed or the muzzy between the ribs i could not push it through the skin those yeah. two surprised yeah, me that surprised me because I, I mean i think i made the comment maybe i'm wrong 
I think a muzzy has probably killed more deer than any other head on the planet. Yeah, I've killed. And, everybody yeah. shot killed. that thing. Everybody shot muzzies, yeah, and we couldn't—you couldn't even get it through. I couldn't get it through. Well, we we're talking too that a slow, just pushing something through slow is not necessarily the same as what happens when you have some velocity through it. Sure, right. the tissue acts right. differently, and but it's still an apples to apples. You would assume that if you have that kind of a result, just pushing it through, that even at high speed. Whatever else happens is probably still going to be some relationship there. Where sure, it's, it's going to be that much easier to get one of those sharp, good steel heads through. And then there's contact. a trade-off on the real fine needlepoint heads and the tanto tip heads. The tanto tips intended to have a working point, mm -hmm. so when things go wrong, it's like an axe. When things go splits wrong. things <laughs> and then keeps going, right? Oh, so it did. It kept going. It did. Yeah. That damn thing went. Well, I mean, it was. Well, they'll see the video. Yeah, but. but yeah. Well, was, I was, was really impressed. <laughs> I was, yeah, eye-opening is the right word. Um, the more was, you do that stuff, the more you're going to see it. That's it's just that's a great thing to do, and everybody watching, if you kill a deer this year, do that. Yeah. I mean, you're it's laying there. You can just do take four or five old broadheads and just try it for your own own good. Don't trust us. We're sales guys, right? So, <laughs> um, but do it yourself and experiment a little bit just to kind of wrap your head around that idea because when I've always said this, when things go right, it's fine. When things go wrong, you want this high-efficiency stuff that's really going to go. Yeah. Cause, uh, so didn't you say that you've, you have some, not you personally, but you had some viewers and subscribers kind of give some bad feedback about some of the Valkyrie stuff? I've just seen a couple that were bent, but I don't know what they hit. So it, right. it's always, whenever you're taking in information, you got to kind of look at it and go, I don't know, right? Nobody sends you the... Well, I get a lot of them, but people don't generally send you the perfect. They're more likely to send you the bad stuff. Yeah. And I've always been concerned about that particular head because it is so long. But it's A2 tool steel. No, it's, it's S7, I believe. Or S7. So yeah. they've done everything they can do. Yeah. And, and they do make a shorter version for the guys that are worried about that. Right. And, I mean, Sam is 25-inch draw, 41 pounds. That arrow setup was 430 grains, and it was buried about five inches into the dirt four to center over 20 percent probably over 20 percent yeah right. with a with a lighted knock on the back yeah so definitely weren't like trying to get extreme extreme yep. but just as a result of that short light gpi arrow and the, the weight up front it just it just works out that way can yeah you, i always explain that is it's a bullet with a tail exactly yeah. can you hear the arrow go through that dough because it sounded pretty okay. quiet on the, on the video i mean usually you hear a but it just sounded like <laughs> yeah no i, I I thought the whole thing sounded pretty quiet. And, I mean, it was windy. The The leaves are rustling around. Yeah, there was right. a lot of background noise. And I think that plays into deer's reaction, too, a lot, mm. how much ambient noise there is, whether or not they're going to jump the string or not. But we looked at the slow motion. By the time that doe started to duck and wheel, the arrow was already through her. Yeah. Yeah. It, she didn't budge until that arrow was already in her. And you could see the blood starting to come out as she was wheeling. That's fantastic. I mean, that's what you want, right? Yep. That's ultimate performance. You just want to get through there, get the get the work done, especially when you hit them right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you hit them right, that's what should happen. I like that you said, you know, encourage people to do it. I, I'm not a broadhead test guy. I've never really done it. I watch a lot of stuff and see smart people. I'm not smart, so I watch smart people do those tests. I concur. And <laughs> <laughs> but it was really cool to see from a novice. Those things were impressive. Wow, what is it? Got a tornado, tornado warning going on or something? <laughs> Jeez. They do this every day. 10 o'clock. They have been. Really? Really? Yeah. 
This is the only town in the state they do it. So if you know where this alarm goes off, you know where we're hunting. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard that. I haven't uh, heard it either. No, it's yeah. um, yeah, it's, you're you're out riding around, gallivanting across the country. Oh so. yeah, maybe so. Anyway, we're here making breakfast. And it was really Carl eye opening. <laughs> it's the right word. It was it was impressive to watch those you know three heads performed way better than the rest. And I get it. You 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 know you add velocity and all that stuff. That's different story. But man, just I mean, it was that easy, just right through. Yeah, when but. you when you spend the time and, as you call it, go through the process, you know, like with my deer, it was my equipment performed exactly as it should have. I didn't, but it made up for it, you know, that 630 grains, 26% FOC. Yeah. It was, uh, it did, it made up for what I lacked on that shot. The challenge with broadhead testing, the test you all did, is one of the better tests to do because you actually have a deer. Yeah. And our testing on dead pigs, where we tried to replicate what Dr. Ashby did, every broadhead overperformed. We shot one pig 17 times. He was a 175-pound boar. We gutted him so we could see what was happening. And every broadhead system, the, the mechanic, we shot 55% mechanicals. They all deployed on impact, and they hit the opposite thoracic wall. That's a dead animal. And then... When you add the movement piece is when we start to see the deterioration of penetration. But when you shoot a fixed object, mm -hmm. car hoods, boards, anything, I make fun of that stuff on my channel and I will continue to do so <laughs> <laughs> because it's stupid. But those any broadhead system is going to overperform on a totally stationary object. You yeah. see people take the scapula of an elk and strap it on the point, on the top and the bottom. It's under tension. It's actually helping. Yeah. yeah. And there's no meat, no hair, yeah. and they're not this right here, and that's it. I mean, then it changes the whole angle. Take a 20-pound weight from it, swing it on a pendulum, and then let it twist and turn and move, and yeah, then see. We're what trying that's to like. make a drop pig. Yeah, that'd be cool. We're trying to figure Little out a way. To, yeah, <laughs> right. So have Thomas hold the string, and then when he hears a bow go off, let it go, and then shoot it and see what happens. But what you're gonna see, if we could slow it down, you're gonna see the tail of those arrows mm -hmm. doing wonky stuff, and so. And this alarm didn't go off this long. No. In the other day. Maybe it's an actual threat. <laughs> no. It's done. ISIS is coming. Tornado. It's winding down. ISIS is not coming up here. <laughs> <laughs> There's nobody to kill. <laughs> and everybody's armed at the teeth about yeah. that. Yeah. This would be a bad, bad choice. Yeah, yeah. Right. And everybody's got tractors. Yeah. yeah. To America, where'd everyone go? It would be bad. I think the one thing, too, for people that are watching or listening, like for you, I know it's a fact, and Garrett, I'm sure, and even like with THP last year when I was with them, they see and shoot a lot more deer or pigs or whatever than a normal person hunts every year. You know, a lot of people just get their one buck, two bucks every year with a bow, and that's it. But like, you shoot a ton of pigs every year or see a lot of them every year. I mean, all the THP guys get two, three every year, you know, I, Shane, you get a lot, I'm sure, and he gets a lot. I, I see a lot. I yeah. don't you see a lot. <laughs> say, I, I, but I, mean, I have that's, a large network, and Shane does too, and it's not necessarily the ones you kill, but the right. people that you can trust the right. information from or you see it firsthand with Callie, you know, that, right. and that helps up your Yeah, exposure. and that's precisely the people we're trying to reach is they're like, I've used this broadhead and I've killed plenty of deer with it, and I have no desire to change. Well, if it's working, yeah, but – you can't look at your small demographic or your small sample size. Right. I mean, we're looking at 
the hundreds. big picture, right. hundreds and thousands of hunters right. in a lot of different scenarios. Your situation may be, you know, let's say you're hunting in a feeder and you're getting that perfect shot every time. And, and you, know, you don't know what their situation is, but, but you can't look at that, your personal experience, small sample size. Right. And we've got video to watch yeah. what it does. I mean, there's not a whole lot of people that don't have video that can tell, okay, it hit right where I was aiming, but the fletching, like the knock of the arrow went like this. Well, that's what Ward you know? talked about. He said, I mean, I've, he said, I've got 150 deer kills on video. And then you said in the old days, two years ago, I would just look at it and go, it kind of went wrong. I look at them and go, why? Right. And he started asking why right. and started looking back and saying, can we fix this? Because they were having a little bit. I mean, I talked to Zach. He said he had two of them where the, I think it was mechanics, I don't know what, hit and, like, went out the rear end of the deer. And they just started asking questions just to, it makes you a long night when that happens. It sucks. It sucks. It sucks. And it's not good for, you know, ethical Yeah, we were talking about that earlier. It's, it's, it's not, not good for anything. It's, I mean, we need to worry about the sport. Right. It's being able to do this more than fighting over what what you're putting on the front of your stick. Let's make sure it works and keep the sport alive. Mm-hmm. That's the big thing. That's what we're trying to accomplish at the Aspie Foundation. Yeah. I mean, it says the, the, our phrase is the world's leading, you know, leader in arrow performance mm-hmm. and arrow lethality. Mm-hmm. That's it. We're trying to figure out what works the best all the time. So... Hopefully that'll take off and we can get to pushing. I think it. I think it's got a, a big start right now. I mean, mm-hmm. it's clearly seeing it. Yeah, across. it's got some momentum. You, 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 yeah, yeah. Snowball. Literally. Snowball <laughs> yeah, it's happening. So can it's, I ask you again? Put you on the spot with the question I asked you last night. Yeah. If you could only shoot one, bro. I know you've shot a trillion of them, but if you yeah. could only pick one, which yeah. which would you shoot? I would probably the iron wheels out front right now. It's just. The price point's pretty high. If I was going to do it by price point, I would be shooting the Magnus for the lower price point, the Stinger or the, or the Hornet. The Iron Wheel's just at the $100 range. That head is just What was been. the other one you said? The tough, tough and head? And then you can't break a tough head. <laughs> I've tried. I so tell Wojo all the time, yeah. you need to make some replaceable blades on those things or something. Make it break. <laughs> I get some repeat customers. But, um, <laughs> that head is bomb-proof. So the tough head's a three-to-one long single bevel. More traditional, iron wheel makes, and they're heavy though, right? They're all yeah. Those are those are adult extreme FOC deals. They're two twenty fives, the lightest thing he makes. He makes a one ninety meat head, but um, that, those are great heads. And then I, the more I play with the iron wheel, I shot the iron wheel the other day. I'm going to do a video on this. So one of the things you have to worry about is if things don't go right, is the broadhead sharp after it does what it does? So I've just I've showed the guys that one of my subs sent a picture of a scapula. And there's just an X through it. I mean, went right through this deer scapula and passed through the deer. Is the broadhead you're shooting, whatever the brand is, sharp after it does that? You've told me you've abused a couple iron wheels and they did okay. Yep. I shot one through a piece of 5 eighths inch particle board. I wanted something relatively elastic. I'm trying to catch the arrow. I don't need it going through and then skipping down the road because then my, my data's no good. Yep. You don't know if it hit rocks and stuff. So it went through five-eighths inch particle board through my block and was sticking out about that far, and it's still shaved. That's, that changes a lot of your days from picking on the ground, all your friends out running around, have to call you and drive around and bring the dog 
to, oh, well, it went 57 yards. No blood trail, but it's right there. So anything like that that's real sharp, those real good upgraded heads. If you're going to do something, if you're going to spend money, buy decent arrows and buy upgraded broadheads. That's what we're going Yeah. And yep. not a $1,400 bow. Buy a $700 bow and spend some money on real arrows yeah. and broadheads, you yeah. know? I mean, that's what's doing all the work. I mean, yeah. that's the... That's what's taking the deer down, you know. Yeah, so. people buy a fifteen hundred dollar bow and put a ten dollar broadhead on it. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, one that costs yeah. ninety nine cents to make. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. The more I, the more I press on the testing stuff I'm doing on the pigs, it was because I was failing. So I've killed a good deer a long time ago. I don't haven't shot a deer in t- 20, 15 years. But I kept. I was about forty percent on pigs. I've told this a lot. On the big, finally, about three times a year, I get a pig over 200 pounds. It's a big adult. We, that's a big pig on our place. And I'd get that much penetration, and 50% of the time we'd find them. No blood, they're tough, all this stuff. And the more I've upgraded my systems, now it's funk. Less excuses. Kunk. More recoveries. Mm-hmm. You, you hear, Poof. oh, we'll just go over there, right? And I really do think it's blade erosion. I really do think when I was getting that much penetration that the broadhead was dull. Butter knife dull from all the mud and the hair and the shield and the rib cage. The next time you have ribs in front of you, put your finger on the meat. It's only about as wide as your thumb, and that's a 1,000-pound pig. I'm not, I'm not shooting 1,000-pound pigs. So you're going to hit bone. So they're killer test material. They're kind of everything wrong yeah. <laughs> for an arrow. Yeah. They're horrible, right? They're covered in mud. they got sand all over them. They've got a shield. they got the rib cage very close together, and it's just been a really fun thing to do. Plus, they're fun to shoot, and there's no laws. They are fun to shoot. They are a blast to shoot. Yeah. So that's the – yeah, that's – that's my recommendation. We gotta man. fix that 15-year dry spell with the deer. I haven't hunted them. Yeah. So I raised my boys at the ranch, and I've been in on God knows how many deer that have been shot with rifles and bows and all that stuff. I just haven't personally hunted them. I got the cameras, and I kind of know where the deer are. And I'll take my nephew, who's seven. I've got this 223, and every time you shoot a deer, it's your first animal. You, I write your name on it. Well, there's 39 names on the gun. It's really <laughs> cool. cool. The cool. stock's just covered in dates. That's super cool. It's 20 years, 15 years old. <laughs> and, of course, I write my crow count on there. I got the thing with crows. <laughs> <laughs> Me and the crows have an understanding. <laughs> VMAX. <laughs> oh, that is awesome. <laughs> all I see is feathers. <laughs> oh, that's all I shoot with them, but it's good stuff. It's awesome. Yeah, I'm excited for the rest of the week, honestly. We're still here for a few more days. I know, unfortunately, Garrett's got to go. Uh, it sucks. I wish you weren't having to leave. You have COVID. We already told you this. you got to quarantine here. Yeah, for, <laughs> for two weeks. We'll, hey, be, we'll be gone by then. But where do we stand on our pool? Uh, we're at two deer now, so I have to look. You said five, one. right? I, I guessed five. I think I said four. I said six, I think. I, was, I think I said wow. three. We got ranch fair in town now. Well, that won't mean nothing. Are there any pigs here? <laughs> we'll be fine. So I, I, I guess five, Greg. 
guess four, Carl six. You're going to be out of it, basically. Gil Dylan four. Okay, so me I and Dylan three. are going to chop Garrett the pot. Garrett said seven. He had very wow. high. Wow. I just wanted to pick a number that hadn't already been picked. That was the last person <laughs> to put my name in. Man, you're not Aggressive. No statistical analysis. Sam, the engineer is Sam. playing the stats there. Yeah. Sam said five. Jared said three. He's one away. So I guess the closest one would win by default. So if no one other deer is shot, then he'll Oh, win. there's going to be a no, – I mean, we've got Adam one, said two, six. three – got four hunters Adam left. said six. And then we've got to get your, your – yours and oh, your is son's he, guess. Oh, is, is, is Adam oh, part of that? Yes. He he's shot got a bloody arrow. Uh, yeah. Well, he hasn't recovered. True. Uh, hasn't we don't recovered. know. Uh, he sent me a picture of a bloody arrow yeah. this morning. So so we need to go help yeah, him. Yeah, we got a, another buddy in, in camp here that – we had to go help. Oh, he shot find a deer, deer this morning. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, let me see if he ever replied. We've been doing this podcast, and I asked him if he needed help getting it out, and he's probably going, "Why is he not replying?" You guys are a bunch of dicks. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to be awesome. That's why. Oh, he, he did recover it. He said, "I think I can get it out. It looks like a 400-yard drag." Oh, so there's three. Three. There's three. So Jared. So I'm the leader. Jared. Well, that's going to change tonight no. when I whack a booner. Well, it should have changed last night. I mean, yeah, you had a buck down. I mean, you could have. Oh, and yourself. I passed up deer. That should yeah. have been. Jared's going to intentionally not shoot a deer now so he can win the ten dollar pot. <laughs> 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 that ain't happening. <laughs> hey, well, old old Greg's going to get one down. You better believe that. I'm going to shoot one. I'm going to go right back to where. So I hunted where Garrett and I, where he killed his last year. I think I was just, uh, Garrett's like, yeah, you set up here, I'm going to go farther back where I intended to hunt. I figured I'd see some deer, but, you know, maybe one. But it was, at 7 o'clock, it was, there goes a deer, and then 15 minutes later, there's another deer, and another deer. They were all small, but mm -hmm. there was a lot of deer activity, and I like seeing deer. I don't, you know, I can go months and see one big buck, or hunt every day and see three deer every sit. I'm going to see every three deer every sure. sit. Well, and I've been night. shoulder surfing Garrett's Onyx, so I know where all his pins are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got all his pins. Well, I'm going there today to – I'll kill something for sure. I passed up those deer last night, but tonight I am – I'm shooting. I'm letting my arrow fly. Yeah. Well, that's what Jared and I were saying on our first hunt. We we saw nine, nine or ten deer. No bucks, just does and fawns. But it was such a fun hunt because yeah, they were all fun. in us around and close, and yep. it was just awesome. Yeah, it no was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, was, that's the way it was hunt. last night, too. And sitting that low – it, yeah. It's like a totally different hunt. I can I can see why guys get addicted to shooting them on the ground when yeah. they come in really close because it's just different. Mm -hmm. I've never done that, so yeah. it was fun. It was definitely fun. Yeah, my leg got to shaking last night. I don't know if you guys, your legs do that. Oh, yeah. Um, those Two of those deer ended up at my base of my tree, and I was only, my, my foot was like, you know, six feet above their head or eight feet maybe. <laughs> and it just looked like they were about to do this. Yeah. And my legs started do, 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 Yeah, you I'm can't like, help it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if did after you, that after that buck Did you left film up, me? Huh? Did you film me? I think, I think so. Man, both of us looked like we were sitting in one of those big massage chairs at the mall. We're just both going I just oh, had yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Total I'm not even <laughs> I'm not even shooting anything. I'm shooting yeah, a camera. Right. I, mean, I'm I like, was just shaking <laughs> like this. Me and Dylan were the same way. I mean after I shot that buck, Dylan was like I'm, the footage might not even be worth a crap because I turned around to do the old post shot interview and I can just see my hands <laughs> and I'm just like that's going to be a nightmare to edit. He did the same thing on mine too. I look oh, up, man. I'm mad. I, mean, I look up and Dylan's like, 
<laughs> that's why we do this. It's yeah. the best. That's why you do it. Oh, it's yep. the best. The leaf in a tornado up there. Yep. Oh, it's the best. We gotta we gotta replicate that tonight because that was so cool seeing those two bucks come in, man. I gotta, I'm gonna do I that. think we have good chances. I, I think, think so the too. way these trips go, like you, sometimes you get lucky and get them down, you know, first night or two. But I mean, it helped with your scouting. But then it takes a couple days to figure yep. out, see some sign, figure out where they're at, and then from there you just start. Down in down. Man, hard. I think we got a really good chance at knocking three more down. Oh yeah, I think we so. really do. Yeah. I mean, one, two, three, four, five, it four more down. Five, five more hunters. I mean, I think we got yeah. a good chance at yeah. knocking down oh, yeah. three more. And it's, I mean, don't put it past me to shoot a doe just to win. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I like that. I'm a competitive mofo. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll do it just to I'll, win. I will ignore the ears tonight, all right? <laughs> if she comes in and she's got a long tail, you need to shoot yeah. her. Long tail, You're looking baby. for long tails, yeah. Yep. Well, we've been chatting for an hour now, so we probably need to wrap it up. Troy has got to go get some rubber on the road, try to find some spots. We had to go scout that new yep. spot. Uh, so we got stuff to do. What time is it? Who's got? What time is it? Ten o'clock. Ten. Oh, okay, yeah. we got plenty yeah, of time. Um, you got to teach me how to use a saddle. Yeah, Easy. we got to. Yeah. So we'll do that. We should That'll video that because that will be entertaining. Yeah, yeah we I'm should sure. do that. We'll video <laughs> that. <laughs> I feel like a stripper up there. <laughs> well, and you got Thomas here Not too. Not that I know about that. <laughs> Thomas is here, so we got to you and Thomas. We got to get you guys all squared away. Yep. So that'll be fun. We can knock that out. That won't take long. Um, and then we'll just get ready and go hunt tonight. Let's run around the table. The the camp. And let me apologize for the wind noise and all that stuff. It's because we're – let me stop. This is real hunting. We're outside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do this all the time. Sorry about the, like, bad glare and my freaking dark circles under my eyes, no makeup. We're outside. Yeah, we're obviously outside not professionals. We're just it. winging it here. I mean, that's more fun. Yeah, it is way we more. We could fun. be in some room somewhere. That's boring. It's cold. Outside. It is cold. It is yeah. cold out I'm here. I'm shivering bros. a little bit. Yeah, let's run around the table and final thoughts. Whatever you got to say. Start Dylan, and we'll just come this way. On anything or what? Anything. You're anything. just putting me on the spot like that. Sorry, yeah. you're <laughs> the youngest guy here. Sam, you get Dylan, to, I've you enjoyed get to get our put week on the spot. in camp with with Greg. <laughs> I mean, interesting week I'm not sure. going to say what I thought about that it's, 20, it's 2020 and oh, you yeah. can't make those jokes anymore He's so. got You got COVID so you got to stay Yeah I wish you would stay yeah. Garrett. Well if I stayed then there'd be no Missouri hunt Okay well, don't do that Don't do that. You can't skip the rut in Missouri That's just Is that the one I'm coming on uh, Going to with? Oh Shane <laughs> The tag is not You're paying Make one, up You're your paying mind. 195 now 195 not Yeah too it went down By yeah, half right, your tag 180 180 180 You need to pay me now <laughs> <laughs> The invite has been Has Grant's been offered your turn Well we know We gotta get Dylan, Dylan. Alright yeah Dylan. Final thoughts Ginger Ninja is gonna Redeem himself Soon. Okay. I want Shane's, you to kill that deer. Yeah, I like it. Cool. That, would be, that would be an awesome story if he be. comes back I was in. telling him last night, because we were, like, looking at the – we didn't know exactly what the shot – the viewfinder is this big. Yeah. So we didn't know exactly where we hit him, but we knew it probably wasn't lethal. We looked at – there was a little bit of blood there, and I just looked at him like, man, wouldn't it be awesome if we came back tomorrow and just tracked his blood trail right into back his bed and his cattails? Oh, good idea. Yeah, because you jerks walk up to me in the truck and oh. show me a leaf with blood on it, and I'm like, yeah, I got one. He's <laughs> like, no, no. Yeah, but that was just a nick on the leg, so yeah, that deer's that that fine. Fun. Bed somewhere yeah, else. He, was, he was good. Yeah. But anyway, he'll shoot one. I'm guessing he's shooting one tonight. A doe? 
Adele. I don't. Whatever. Whatever. There's there's a little six pointer. I'm targeting him too. Get the stick bow back. I'm gonna guess. I may take my recurve. You're gonna hold your chips. And in a couple days, you're going to be back in that spot and killing one of those bucks. I'm going to let that spot sit for two days. Yep. Because that one buck 100% winded us, and a few does 100% yeah. winded us. Yeah, we'll give that spot a rest. Give it a rest, and then go back if, if – hell, we got five other great spots. Yeah. So we can yeah. go hunt those and, and let that one rest. Yeah. I, I don't – I'm seeing – there's going to be a lot of deer hitting the ground here. I think so, too. I'm with you. Have y'all tried tried grunting at all to these two? You're just watching. Yeah. I've been uh, trying to let. Well, Jared. yes, we had. <laughs> I think that call. second buck came to the rattling horns because he snuck in there. He may have. He rattled. Oh yeah. Yeah. Just oh, a little light. This early? Well, oh yeah. With all the, oh, they're all most. Of, they're losing well, you velvet. Know what triggers getting... their velvet is their testosterone raises, mm-hmm. and that triggers the velvet. Well, so we've seen pick, uh, uptick in scrapes. I mean, yeah. yeah. Seen... I've nothing crazy. Just some no, nice little gentle sparring. Just yeah. Ten seconds. Just Just tickling them. Just tickling them. Just a little tickle. <laughs> a little snort wheeze mixed in? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Wah! Wah! Try that. <laughs> Give them the grunt, though. Give them the... Yeah, we did some of that. Yep, some of that. Yep. Anyway. Yeah, anyway. I guess okay. deer are going to die here soon. Yeah. Deer are going to die. That's my final we're gonna, thoughts. We're going to hit five total, I think that's what it is. Five? Okay. Yeah, that's my guess. Is that what you picked? Was that I your think, number? I think so. I had to look back. Because <laughs> <laughs> Shane, he'll he'll throw it. I know he'll throw the vote just to win. I have <laughs> the notes. I can actually edit. <laughs> and look, it's three right here. You see? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> what do you What do you think, Garrett? I'm just looking at my notes to make sure we covered everything I wanted to cover. Go ahead, no, Garrett. I mean, I've obviously up here for a little bit shorter time than everybody else, but I mean, I've checked just about every box I wanted to check on this trip. Sam got her first deer. That was a big goal of mine was, you know, yep. to to have her get that experience and opportunity to be, you know, with her for the whole experience. That was awesome. The whole deer camp atmosphere is just super fun. Yeah, um, yeah, that's the best part. When's Sam's video going to go live on the channel? Oh, I'm not sure yet. I'll, I'll time, do estimate, timeline, a week, two weeks? Probably be about in that time frame. Okay. Although we have, some, we have some new gear that is in the video that – Oh we'll yeah, have to, we'll have to work through that. Oh yeah. Anytime you come to ta- camp with tethered, you're There's probably going to see some. Well, I cool guess yeah. I guess it'll be that video will be shown about the same time. Probably. Okay. I, I'm thinking maybe like the weekish time frame is probably when we'll have all the editing. We'll we'll edit it in the you know day by day type of thing like we did in the past. For me, I you know, I was probably not going to shoot, um, you know, like a younger buck. I was holding off for maybe something a little bit bigger because we got a lot of deer hunts playing this year, and I've wasn't really worried if I was going to eat tag soup. So even though we'd like go into areas and see lots of bucks, if it wasn't, you know, something a little bit bigger, I was just like, I'll just go hunt somewhere else tomorrow and try and find something different. So I got everything out of this trip that, that I wanted to get out of it. You know, no, no regrets, no, no issues at all. Just had a blast all, all the way around. Yeah. That's awesome. And again, I told you earlier, but thanks for the invite. I mean, Mm-hmm. I got to come up here because you, you and Shane offered, offered. so that's really... I didn't invite you. <laughs> <laughs> Every day it was two more Tether guys showing up. Yeah. yeah. yeah that, that one polo was funny, you know, because you know, I was like, because I was the first one up here. And I was like, well, hey, I'm going to be the first one up here. I want to make sure I don't go in on your spots, you know, because we've got this group polo going on. 
And, boy, I see Shane there. He's watching. And I'm just waiting for the hit stop. <laughs> Shane yeah, right. jumps on. I want you to know. <laughs> I have scouted here. You here. Here. You. <laughs> He's, he was at work. He stops working and goes over to a computer. And he, no, this one. <laughs> He's like, your oh, yeah. yeah. I show him on – I bring it up on the screen and I show the polo. I was like – this is my spot. This is my spot. <laughs> yeah. Don't All yeah. these are mine. No, yeah, he didn't say this is a spot I've been looking at. This is my spot. This is my spot. And then he was he was looking out for his buddy. He goes, this is Garrett's. This is Garrett's. <laughs> so Maybe he doesn't know that it's public land and we can hunt wherever know. we want. But then, hey, get in camp. You fix his broken stuff, and he invites you to go with him. Yeah, yeah. I'm, not, so I'm not like the person I portrayed in the polo. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would, I would agree. <laughs> Troy? Anything to say? Once I figure out what's going on, thanks for inviting me up here. I drove, I had to change an alternator in a, in a hotel yeah, parking, been a four parking day lot. Drive That's been great. Yeah. I am definitely not in Texas anymore. But thanks for having me in camp. It's always fun. It's always fun. Carl? Oh, well, I got to pitch everything, oh. so I'll Oh, I'll I'm last. just, I'm a, now, now I'm trying to. Well, I didn't. <laughs> I mean, like we said earlier, uh, the monkey's off my back. I yeah, mean, it is. So I'm pumped for you, man. It's uh. Hey, he did his job, guys. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. yeah, it's. But now I'm just yeah. trying to become a uh, videographer. Yeah, and that's that's a whole new yeah. challenge. My gosh, I had no idea <laughs> that it was that hard. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> You know, I'm I'm Carl's biggest fan. I nicknamed him the Michael Jordan of sewing. He's the freaking man. He's when it comes to DIY stuff, he's the goat. If he's not the goat, he's the goat. There's like two goats sitting at this underneath this canopy. Carl is good at everything he does except videography. He's the <laughs> I just started. He sucks at it. I just started. He had one day experience. I had one day. <laughs> he's the Stevie Wonder of videography. Hey. <laughs> yeah. We had yeah. two. We had two giant bucks inside twenty yards, and we don't have any footage of it. Well, the one, neither one of us could see. True. But the other one, I mean, I looked like I was having seizures up there trying to find that auto for the manual focus and everything. It was just a, I, it, I was a soup sandwich with that camera. <laughs> I was. But hey, we got like a half of a we frame. Got a of <laughs> we it. got a glimpse yeah. of him on the big screen. Dylan did like, some yes. did some Adobe Premiere yeah, wizardry magic. over there to make it. Yeah. yeah, we saw him, so, I mean. But I learned, just in just that one set, I, I, I learned so much last night. I'm going to do you proud, bro. <laughs> Sweet. Maybe. He's going to get two seconds of the video, <laughs> or the buck next yeah. time. Yeah. I have been managing to hit the record button every time, so. That's, that's good. A good start. Hey, knock on wood right now. <laughs> knock on wood yeah, right yeah, now. Knock on wood. <laughs> there we go. Knock on wood. You're that's up. My turn, Yeah. I don't know. I don't have a whole lot of thoughts. I've I've really enjoyed as much crap as I've given all of you tethered guys. <laughs> I've really enjoyed camp this year. It's I haven't shot anything, but it's made it much more enjoyable. I, I wake up morning. The first thing I do, I'm sleeping in my truck. First thing I do is I look up out the window to see if Carl is making bacon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got pretty. That's that is one downside about shooting your buck the first night because yeah. you kind of feel obligated to like feed well, you're and make it ready coffee. <laughs> this <laughs> so. camp has been awesome because yeah. of you. I mean, you've done it. Yeah, and it's, it's been a fun week for me so far. I've got a few more days. I, I started off with my recurve. Carl has tried to talk me in, out of using my compound. But I just <laughs> I, I don't know what it is. I don't feel I don't feel it's natural to, to hunt with a recurve from a tree. 
to me, and that's just a personal thing. Just doesn't seem like they go hand in hand. Of course, shooting recurve probably doesn't involve shooting, mo hunting, wearing modern camo and all that good stuff. But <laughs> I can I, whip you I up a loincloth real quick. I can look past that. <laughs> but um, that would be cold out here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, I don't know. It's just been a fun week. Uh, I, I guess uh, that's about it. Uh, Sweet. I'm looking forward to the next few days, and whether I get a deer or not, I don't care. It's going to be point. fun. Yeah. Yeah, so, the, I mean, this is my first, you know, whitetail trip of the year, and I was really looking forward to it. And, you know, like everybody said, camp has been awesome, having this many guys and telling all the stories. And, you know, uh, seeing Sam get her first deer was really, really cool. I was, yeah, that was yeah, awesome. I'm really happy. For really highlight of the week. Yeah, yeah for sure. Good. Sorry, Carl. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was, that was, was awesome. She, she textbooked that deer yeah but yeah seeing sam get her deer and carl you getting your your deer you know that's that makes the trip right there i mean that's awesome so you know whatever happens the rest of the week you know it's going to be just fine i mean i had i had my opportunity last night so you know if i don't get another one you know it is what it is but yeah either way it's been it's been a fun trip uh it's been a little more challenging honestly than i thought it was going to be you know there's been a little more pressure to work around and I don't hunt a whole lot of ag land stuff like this so it you know I'm, it's still a bit of a learning curve for me but it's uh you know I think we're getting stuff figured out now and I think the next couple of days are going to be pretty good so I'm pretty excited to see how it's going to pan out yep I agree uh and I just got to say thanks again to Garrett and Shane for inviting us I mean two years ago we were just a you were a detective I was in the army you were working your contract job and and now because of you know the tethered dudes that have helped make this thing a reality we get to hunt north dakota i mean really yep. with with garrett and troy and shane yeah. and, and dylan and all these cool people i just feel like the luckiest guy in the world to to be able to do this so super appreciative to everyone that supported tethered and and all of us it's really awesome dylan starting a youtube channel um this this fall so Everyone listening and watching, make sure you follow Dylan's channel. Whenever that goes live, you'll we'll post it on all the tethered stuff so you guys can go and give him a follow. You need to do that. Garrett, the DIY sportsman, if you don't follow him on Instagram, YouTube, all that stuff, make sure you follow him. He's a genius. I learned so much from this guy. Love watching all his content. Troy, better known as the Ranch Fairy, if you're not learning from him, you're doing something wrong because this guy is like a wealth of information. I've learned a ton. I think we've all pretty much adjusted our setups in some way, even yeah. if it was mm -hmm. minor, because of you. So thank you. You guys got to be following him. Yeah. So did <laughs> yeah. I. I mean, I'm shooting a much heavier arrow this year. Yeah. can't wait to shoot a critter with it. Um, and then Shane, uh, Shane's YouTube channel, his Nebraska hunt is going to be live. It'll Already. be live if you're listening to this. Yeah, yeah. it's live. Go it's watch awesome. that and Check it out. subscribe to Shane, and then you're going to see all this stuff. I mean, Garrett's going to put out content from here. We're putting out content from here, and Shane's putting out content from here. So make sure you guys subscribe and follow all of their stuff and yep. Instagram and YouTube and all that fun stuff. I think that's it. Thanks for uh, thanks for camp this week. It was really fun. I mean, Good. it's going to be here either way, but it's just Garrett. <laughs> <laughs> He's so boring. It's a little boring, but it's just me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Garrett's got jokes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Catch him in Garrett's the right. got jokes. Garrett's and got when jokes. the when the when the straight laced engineer who is super analytical cracks a joke, it's way funnier. I know. I know. <laughs> he's been work. He's been working on it for weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. His his tetherball comment the other night was awesome. <laughs> I was laughing. <laughs> I was like, hundred mile an hour. I went here. I feel like a tetherball. <laughs>
pick up yeah, from so Garrett. It was he's like, done the analysis on multiple punchlines. <laughs> this is the punchline, and he sends it, and it just nails every time. <laughs> well, anyway, let's knock all this BS technology crap off, and let's go shoot a deer. That'll do it for this episode. As always, make sure to follow the Sportsman's Nation on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Leave us a review on iTunes. And if you're looking for additional content, subscribe to DIY Sportsman. And with that, thanks for listening.